Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Spilt, where we talk about anything and everything under the sun. I'm Sierra. And I'm Parker. Welcome back, everyone. Hope you guys are having an amazing day. Happy Thursday, Thirsty Thursday. As we all know here at the Spilt Podcast, absolutely, we are thirsty. Always dripping. We're dehydrated. <laughs> I literally, I'm in the Sahara. I swear Parker like unlocks new voices when we do the podcast. Like, I mean, granted, I have heard that one before, but I You've feel heard like that one many a it time. really does just like pop out this new like alter ego. I just want to make sure I'm keeping everyone on their toes. Yeah. You know, never, never let them know your next move. <laughs> exactly. That's that literally is what I do. That's yeah. my role here is to try not talk over you. Try and listen to you. And to pee pee of everyone's people, whoa, to keep everyone up <laughs> <laughs> and to have a stroke on air. That's my role here at the Spill Podcast. Yeah, your role is to shut up and listen. And today, that's what I'll be doing is shutting up and listening. Wait, did you get my reference though? What, what movie? Shut up and... What? Shut up and listen. Oh my gosh, no, I don't get it. From Princess Diaries. Her friend uh, had the original oh. podcast. Called Shut Up and Listen. Do you, uh, do you not know Princess the radio Diaries? Show. It was a radio show, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. All I know is that there was the main character, the boy. Looked just like a boy that we went to high school with. Oh my gosh. Yeah. He does. Yeah. Uh, that boy also kissed me. He kissed a lot of girls. Yeah, he did. He that he of, did. He kissed I a lot know. of girls. That boy kissed. We're not going to name names. We're not going to name names, but he kissed a lot of girls. I want to know <laughs> if this is just a Utah thing. Um, so if you have an experience with this, let us know. Um, did a boys, before they went on their mission, just kiss like 15 girls? Like if you know someone who did out. that, please let us know, you know because they, I'm genuinely curious. You know what they call it though? Is you fill up your canteen. Ew! And that way you can keep your, you have your canteen to keep you hydrated. And this goes right back into Thirsty Thursday. <laughs> and this is a nice little bow on top of the box. <laughs> so everyone, fill your canteens today. Uh. Um, we actually have another episode of Spilling the Tea. Um, but before we get into that, we are going to be... We'll catch up. Doing a little update. Yeah. Um, and my update's really quick, very easy. Um, I'm in my Catan girl era once again. Um, me, Brooke, and Courtney played together for the first time last week, and it was Courtney's first time ever. She beat us. So shout out to you, Miss Ma'am. Um, and ever since, I have downloaded the app on my iPad, and we've been playing every night online. And... I love staying up till 2 a.m. playing Catan. And I was like, this is the perfect thing when it's like when your man thinks you're out at the club and then we're really just playing Catan online. Okay, but do you remember in 2020, like during like the height of the panoramic, when we would play Catan all the time? Oh, I was a Catan whore. Like we were obsessed. Like, like it was me, you, Jace, Kelsey, and Kylie. And like your family also would play all the time too. Oh, my like I feel like we were always like playing games. There was nothing else to do in June of 2020. We were all locked up. Locked up. There was nothing else to do. Like they're literally, okay, tell me what to, like I'm not going anywhere. I'm staying home. Yeah. No, Stay we home, were. save lives. And then I also, that's when we heard about, um, there's a Catan version called 
Settlers of Zarahemla. And I said, that oh, is the most honestly, niche product, but such a sleigh. For people who don't know that niche reference, that is for people who grew up Mormon. It's a place in the Book of Mormon. Um, and I think you had like temples. It wasn't yeah, like settlements and cities. Is, it was like probably like churches and temples. And that we go right back into um, Sewing the Tea episode one, where the LDS church is really an interesting organization. And there literally is like its own cultural situation. Yeah. So if you like didn't grow up in it, there's so many references that like are just so weird and odd. And that's one of them. And we love. Yeah. So anyways, if anyone wants to add me and play, please do download the app, Catan Wait, Universe. Actually, I'm, and we'll play. I like low-key want to download it and play with you. You sh- absolutely should. Download it immediately. I'm downloading it like right now. Do it. Well, actually, give us your update first. Oh, oh, oh. You know, there's a fun, a couple of fun things that happened. Um, after we did, after I departed your home last week, I got ill. In fact, while I was here, I was ill. I had a headache the entire time. If you guys can remember, I was talking about that on last week's episode. And it turns out it was Miss Rona. And yeah, so Taylor gave it to me, that little wenchy Lou. But I... You caught it from, from behind the stage. She, Taylor literally breathed down my neck and gave it to me. I know it. I know for a fact. <laughs> can I tell you something really quick? <laughs> yes. I don't mean to interrupt. But Celsius <laughs> comes to me today. He's a little late listening to the podcast. And he said... Not me thinking that Alex Earl really said that stuff to you. <laughs> I was like, sir, I'm just because I'm a good actress, but yeah. It made me believe it too the first time you told me. Anyways, <laughs> no, but for anyone who like actually cares, um, CDC guidelines, we're following them. I'm out of quarantine. It's only five days now and we're okay. So, Well, I'm glad you're back with us and you're feeling better. I'm actually like, I feel completely normal. This round was much lesser than my previous rounds with You were on your deathbed the first time you got no, COVID. No, my first time getting COVID was in 2020 before like any of like the vaccines and stuff came out. And I was deceased. Like I literally for two weeks, I didn't go to work. I did not go to work for three and a half weeks. Like, That's my dream. I didn't know. I'm telling you, <laughs> low key, best time of my life. Like, I literally was like, even though I was sick, I was just like chilling. I mean, it was just amazing, but also sickness, and it was not fun. Anyways, so that's one thing that happened this week. Um, and then another thing is, I, I did go viral on TikTok this he week. He did go viral, guys. Well, go actually, check him out. Actually, Annie went viral on my TikTok because it was a video of our friend Annie. And it was hilarious. It was at Taylor Swift. And it just a great highlight this week. But people are bullying and being rude. And we don't stand for bullies. If you're a fucking bully, get off this platform. It actually drove me nuts. Like, I, you know, you see the haters. You see the social media little trolls behind. They're getting brave behind their ugly ass pictures. But it's like seeing it actually happen to like, not, they weren't attacking me. They're attacking like. Your friend, Annie. Annie. I was so upset. Like, I was genuinely so upset. Like, and we all were. But, you know, she's handling it like a champ. Most of them are like 12-year-old boys who are... That's my thing. It's the little boys. It's the little boys that need to get a life. No, like, I support taking away social media from teenagers. As you should. I support it at this point. (laughs) (laughs) I've seen nothing but bad. (laughs) As one inconvenience, (laughs) I've seen nothing but bad. But the bullying actually reminds me of something. Mama J, this is for you. She did not agree with my hot take on the Selena Haley. Really? 
exactly. And I will say it's because I was I I think listening to it, it was like I was siding with Haley. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, and I'm not one to say. I don't know if the if the bullying has happened. I don't know. So I will retract that. I okay. don't know. And you know what? I think both girlies are great. Let's live, laugh, love. Um, and yeah, sorry if that was, a, I didn't mean for that to be a hot take. So Wait, what did you say? I don't even remember. I think I was just like, Selena was just saying like, Haley Bieber reached out. I don't stand for bullying, period. And then Haley was like, oh, I talked to Selena and her dead. like discussing how this narrative of us. So it was kind of like Haley was like, mm, it's a narrative, I not bullying her. But Selena's was kind of just like, she is bullying me. Yeah. So... I also do not stand for bullying. No. So I that's why I was so mad all weekend watching people bully my friend. And I, also bully me too. There were there were some mean comments towards me as well. Well But not as many. We don't stand for bullying, so Yeah, so get off. Leave. Don't talk to me. Honestly, write um, about it in your journal or something. Tell someone about it. They're 12 year old prepubescent boys who don't know how to control their emotions and they're lashing out. Or it's like send it in the group chat and talk your shit there where you don't have to see it. Just keep it to yourself. Honestly. Keep it to yourself. Easy, easy logic. Anyways, that's like basically my update. Um, I had a good weekend though. I just like hung out with my family a lot and then I went over to Tasha's house and had a little. Um, evening at Tasha's home. Well, I'm glad you had a great dinner. It Thank looked you. really fun. I love that for you. Thank you. It was lovely, lovely, lovely. Um, but without further, without speaking, further ado, that was a very. I was going right into Claudia and Jackie from the toast. They do that every single day. What? Without further ado, to do to do, that literally is them. And I, because oh. we're gonna get copyright infringement, we're gonna get a letter from Claudia Ostry. Saying, shut the fuck up. Actually, people think I look like her, so she won't No, come multiple for me. times, people will be like, wait, is that the girl from the toast? And I'm like, wow. But honestly, like, I I'm can, like, honored. see it. I'm I like, can, like, see it, though. She's hilarious, so if people think we're the same, I'm going to take it. Um, but, yeah, without further ado, we're going to get into this uh, month's segment of Spilling the Tea. We're going to talk about all things motherhood pregnancy postpartum just yes. all the things i'm so excited for this episode i was thinking of these questions to ask you last month was my turn and now we turn to sierra for some motherhood experiences some motherhood thoughts some hot takes some personal personal stories all to bring our sweet sweet host into this world our sweet coasty boy who, who is I, the light of my life. Who I will say he has grown quite a liking of me recently. He does. We're like besties. Light up like the 4th of July. When no, whenever I walk you. in, he's like, oh my gosh, there he is. There's that redhead. There's that ginger. He comes once a week, just like this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. First question for Mama Sierra because on this podcast, we do love mothers. We stand for moms. <laughs> we stand moms. I'll fight for moms. And let's all, let's all remember when Sierra yelled at me <laughs> about that hot take on the Am I the Asshole part two. I'll never forget. I'll never forget that day. You were sat. I was sat and I was told to sit. Um, okay. What are your thoughts on society's differences of view between fatherhood and motherhood? A banger of a question. I have a lot of thoughts about this. 
And I just want to say, this is not geared at my husband. Um, Celsius is an amazing father. I love him, appreciate him. And this has nothing to do with him. <laughs> like, genuinely, like, Celsius is a very good father. This is literally nothing. I can attest I've seen it. He literally watches Coast constantly. Yeah. He's very involved. But I just have the a hot take. And I don't think it is a hot take. I just think it's it's just facts at this point. Yeah, it is. Um, I think that everyone is so hard on mothers. And it's like they are doing the world's hardest job. The most. Um, I actually saw this thing that said if stay-at-home moms were paid, their salary would be over 180000 for all the work they do. So wow. I just want everyone to think about that for a second. Um, but... I feel like society's so hard on moms, judges every single thing they do. And then the dad changes one diaper. He's father of the year. He's the best dad that your child could ever ask for. He's such an amazing partner. And it's just, it's just, um, it's just silly to me. And I do want to ask because it's like cells. I have so many people coming up to me. He's such a good dad. He's such a good dad. And he is, again, this is not at him. But I, I just want you to ask yourself if you're a mother and it and um, ask your partner or if you're a father listening, how many people have come up to you and said, oh, blah, 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 such a good mom. Like for real. Yeah. I'm not saying let's not compliment the dads, but let's compliment the mommies because they're they're more. putting in God's work at this point, you know. A thousand percent. I feel like moms literally have one day a year in May that everyone screams and cries over them. But, like, the rest of the year, it's, like, okay, but they're still, like, literally doing the most. They're like, doing the most. Most moms, like, I mean, not everyone has a mom who, like, is there for them. But, like, the majority of moms, especially moms who have, like, young children at home, stressful. Screaming, crying, throwing up, literally. Lack of sleep. Well. well, and this is the other thing. I was I was kind of telling you about this earlier. I have seen this, this, like, couple on TikTok and the reason they came on my For You page a lot, I honestly, I'm unsure, but it was like the dad was filming himself every night being like, I wake up with the baby. This is the first feeding of the night. I do all the feedings in the night so that my wife can get rest. And everyone's like, slay, daddy, love that for you. And I just want to know, and I think I already know the answer, but would we match that same kind of vibe if a mom was making that kind of video? And the answer is no. no. Because... If a dad does it, it's like viral, amazing, never been done, never been seen, phenomenal, you know? And that's because the bar is so low for dads. And then for moms, it's like, as you should. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. You changed a thousand diapers today. Oh, absolutely. Your husband didn't do shit. That's how it should be. No, that's like literally like, I feel like that's like a lot. That's a lot to ask. Yeah. So that's my hot take. And I just think that we could really rally around the mommies and still rally around the dads. I'm not and saying like, that they don't deserve praise, but let's like recognize what your partner does, yeah. your what the mothers do in your life. And maybe just send an extra compliment their way. Absolutely. And and yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, did you, I mean, did you always know you wanted to be a mom? Uh, Yeah. I think I always knew I wanted to have kids. Mommy. To be a mother. A MILF. Please like refer to me as such for the rest of the podcast. And show your sweater proudly. I am wearing this MILF podcast. It is a bad bad broadcast merch. Mm, yeah. And it did drop on the day of Coast birth. So it was meant to be. And I said ordering immediately because I am a MILF and this is my son's day and also mine. 
Did you and Celsius plan for when you wanted to start having kids? <laughs> yes. I also think it is so funny when you tell people, like, we're trying. You're basically just announcing you're having unprotected you're sex. You're raw-dogging it three times a day. Yeah, no, like, literally, if you really think about it, it is it is honestly kind of funny. Just be like, we're yeah, trying. It is. Um, but we knew we wanted to have a baby... Oh, why did I say that? So weird. A baby. A baby in 2022. And so I was like, okay, I want to get pregnant by the end of 2021. And then I just from like what I have heard, I know it could take up to a couple of months to conceive. So we started trying in June and then we got, we started trying, we started having unprotected sex in June. It's our raw dog in it. And we got pregnant in July. So we only had to try for two months, which is very like lucky. And I know that doesn't happen for a lot of people. So I'm very grateful that we were able to get pregnant when we did. Absolutely. Um, what was your pregnancy experience like? I mean, did you enjoy it overall? Were you sick? I had the best, easiest <clears throat> pregnancy. I was sick from like week nine to 16. Yeah. I was very ill. If I drank a Fairlife protein shake, I would immediately throw up. I was very, very ill. Not you yawning. No, I literally, like, I talking. feel like I literally am like having like an exhaustion episode right now. Oh my god! <laughs> it was everything I dealt with at work today. Yeah, I'm sorry about that, sweetie. Um, but back to me. I'm just kidding. Oh yeah, sorry not to make everything about me. <laughs> <laughs> so on brand. <laughs> no, but I had a fairly simple, easy pregnancy. Um, I was very sick though. In the times that I was sick, there was a day I literally could not keep anything down. Mm, I and think that I remember before, that. Yeah, I told you it was about. It was right before Harry Styles, and so. Oh, you were well. That's early on though, and I feel like the first trimester is always hard. Yeah. Then after my sickness went away, I didn't really have it. I wasn't uncomfortable. I was forty-one weeks and two days, I believe, after my due date. So, and I wasn't like uncomfortable. Like everyone's like, oh, I bet your, your pelvis is just hurting. Parker, literally get it together. Keep it tight. Oh my gosh. He's literally about to pass out. But yeah, very easy pregnancy. There's so many lights on it here. <laughs> Do you want to turn some off or something? Do you need me to pause it so you can turn some lights off? No, next question. <laughs> <laughs> so while you were pregnant, how was the process of what kind of birth you planned for? Like, what was that like? So before I got pregnant, I had actually seen this girl that I used to dance with. Um, at the U? At the U. Okay. She had given birth at a birth suite and had like a doula and all this stuff. And after that moment... I started following her doula on Instagram and she was just kind of like posting things about like unmedicated birth and like birth suites and stuff. And so I kind of started getting curious about it. And then um, once I got pregnant, I was like, I think I kind of want to go more like maybe like a hypnobirthing kind of route or something and attempt to do it unmedicated. And then I found this really good book. I honestly can't remember if someone recommended it to me. I don't remember anything after I've given birth. That's one thing 
you will lose your memory. I've heard um, that from multiple people as well. But I found this book called um, Your Baby, Your Birth. And it was kind of all about like hypnobirthing and but also not just like if you don't do hypnobirthing, you're horrible. It was kind of just like, okay, read about these different scenarios. What applies best to you? Like what birth setting applies best to you? Do you want to do it at your home? Do you want to do it at a hospital? Do you want to do it at a birth center? And like whatever you choose is right for you. And so it was really kind of empowering. That's like whatever you choose for your baby is what's right. And like to not be like, oh, you had your baby natural and it's you had your baby unmedicated because bringing your baby to the to earth is like the most natural thing. Yeah, whether it doesn't it's matter by, how you get it here. Yeah, whether it's by like unmedicated epidural C-section, like no matter what you do, like having your baby is natural no matter what. And I really kind of like that mindset. Yeah. And then it also kind of talked about after your birth, kind of like, just to, you know, do your thing, take your time introducing your baby to the world or, yeah. you know, just, what was that? My- oh my gosh, that literally sounded like a little torpedo. <laughs> so, yeah. That was literally my nose. So um, yeah, that's how I came to know that I wanted to do kind of like a natural birth or an unmedicated birth. So um, when you said hypnobirth, kind of what exactly does that like entail like a hypno a hypnotose whatever hip whoa i literally think that i'm unhinged right now actually i know i am but it's like a hypnotic birth is that what that stands for or like what like what are we thinking yeah so hypnobirthing <laughs> is like you literally put yourself into a state of like hypnosis and like did you do that? No, I didn't. Oh, okay. So I did, I took this course called Pain-Free Birth. I will say the first couple, so there's 10 videos. The first couple of videos, I said, this is a cult. I, this is a cult and it was giving cultish vibes. But then the last half of the videos were very like educational, very empowering. And hypnobirthing, kind of the thing is like, if you can't get yourself into that state of mind, it's going to go to shit. Yeah. So... I did not do hypnobirthing, but I did like, I, well, I attempted to like have like breathing exercises and stuff. Um, so yeah. Okay. But I know like Whitney's friend has had like success stories doing hypnobirthing. You actually know her. She dated your cousin. Yeah. But then her last one, like she couldn't get into the mindset and so wow. it was very hard for her. So the pain-free birth is kind of to give yourself the tools so you don't have to like only be able to like deliver in that certain mindset. Oh, I'm sorry. I keep hitting your mic. It's okay. I'm talking with my hands and I'm like whacking your mic. So I You're apologize. adjusted. Now you, it's okay. So yeah. That's very cool. I mean, I knew like that you did unmedicated. Obviously I was here for the whole journey. But it's like, I didn't know about like the hypno side of things. Like that's, but like the thing is that there's so many ways to bring your baby into the world and whatever way you brought your baby in or that you're going to bring your baby in. is great. It's awesome. It's great. And a hundred percent. And like, I just love that there's so many different options and it's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. Um, how are you overall mentally during pregnancy? Like anything you want to share, any lows, any highs? I know you kind of touched on it a little bit briefly that you did well, but it's like, were there fears of motherhood? Were you excited? Were you 
just neutral. I was excited. Uh, I was like neutral excited. It wasn't until like I kind of got um, like into like my third trimester. I was like, it really hit me. Like I'm having a baby and the only way this baby is coming is out of me. Yeah, like, absolutely. And it like just really hit me. Like I'm going to be a mom and that is honestly wild. Um, but I was always like super excited and my thing there he is there's coast he's making you guys can hear him in every episode um he's our third like he's our third co-host oh absolutely (laughs) um but i hated when people like told you like just follow your instincts because i'm like i have none you know yeah but it is the truest thing like Like, you gotta give yourself more credit though you're a very good well i'm saying before i had gotcha i was was pregnant this is me me. sarah you're a great mom you gotta give yourself more credit i love you but like while i was pregnant i was like i have no instincts i don't know what to do i don't even know how to bathe my own baby like how do you bathe a baby i don't know yeah but i will say you will just know and toss everything out that you think you have like preconceived notions of what you're gonna do when you're a mom because I mean, if you could stick to them, slay. But if not, no, it's fine as well. I literally, like one of my favorite things, like in the last year, because it's like I had you and then like our bestie Tosh, like your babies were born like within like a week of each other. It is so funny to see like how you guys have like changed into like actually implementing motherhood tactics onto your children to like, bef- like while you're pregnant thinking like what you guys were like, going to do. Both of you have like done things like, and they're like, yep, that's fine. Who cares? Like literally it's yeah. like, but like, I just like love that. And it just like shows that every, like everyone's different. And also you just gotta kind of find like what works best for you. Like, yeah, you may read a book, you may read an article, maybe see like a, a blog post about like someone who like went through like, the, like that's like what they did. doesn't mean that's like, it's gonna be a good fit for you. you for know? sure. For sure. And it's been nice to have like uh, so many people that we know have like babies around. So many babies. Because I always ask my friend Alicia a lot. I, I would always love am texting her because her child is only three weeks older than Coach. And she is so cute. She's so cute. She's but I'm so always cute. texting her. I'm like, did you do this for her? Did you do this? Okay, what about this? And she always sends me. So I'm I super love that. Gr- like grateful to have not only like my sisters, but like friends and like sister- family. Well, she, that's actually so cute because like you and like both of your sisters now like all have like kids who are pretty close in age yeah like taya she's two years older than woodrow right yeah and then she's turned two or she will well turn she's two. turning two um next week and then oh, coast she, will turn one birthdays are so close to each other yeah it's so fun that's so fun i love that i mean i loved being close in age to like a bunch of cousins too growing up it was so fun um another question that's not on the list but I want, I do want to ask is like, how did you decide on the name coast? So I forgot to add that, but now that just like came to no, my mind. Yeah. So coast has, um, was actually a suggestion from Sinclair and Tina, my in-laws shout out to them. Thank you. Um, they Celsa's cousin had had a baby and it was a boy and she like, didn't know what to name him. And so everyone was giving them suggestions and they told us that they had like told her like, oh, coast or something. And we were like, we love that name. If she doesn't end up using it, we're going to take it. And she didn't. And so that's how we got that it's name. It's a really cool name. And I mean, I don't know if this like has any impact and you told me to shut up. But like Celsius' family like lives in the Gold Coast in Australia. And I think that is like such a nice little homage to them. Yeah, it it's is. Beautiful. It is. I also want to go to the Gold Coast. Let's go. I'm going love- in December. 
Should I go in December? It's summertime down there mm-hmm. in December. Come. Okay, I'll book the ticket. Slay. <laughs> You're just, yeah, just come on. I just join the Tariff ETs for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Okay, perfect. I'm coming, Tina. <laughs> 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 okay um okay now we're gonna go like kind of post-birth we've been this whole time we've been pre-birth during pregnancy now we're gonna go to post-birth in these questions postpartum yes postpartum thank you there's the correct terminology postpartum postpartum um how did you decide how you wanted to try and feed coast like after he's out how are you gonna feed the kid um i wanted to attempt to do breastfeeding there was actually a course that Natasha sent to me from Tiny Hood that they had for free um, about breastfeeding. And so I kind of, I went through that course and actually learned a lot. Um, There's a lot of like, I think preconceived notions that like breastfeeding is going to hurt and you're going to want to literally shave your nipples (laughs) off. For some people it does hurt though. (laughs) Well, no. And the thing is, is it said that that is common, but that's not normal. So if that's like happening, like there's maybe something wrong and Uh, to like maybe with like the latch or with something like that. And so to like not just like take it or stop because of that, you know, just because it's like, oh, you know, so I kind of thought like, okay, maybe it's something with latch or something. Did it hurt at first? Mm, this might be TMI, but in the hospital, I swear my nipples cracked. It was incredibly painful. I literally wow. Amazon ordered these like silver nipple shields to my house. Had Chile pick them up and take them to me at the hospital. Held my nipples up real quick, and what it like does like protect. Well, it's like them. the silver properties are supposed to like help heal it, m- mixed oh. with the nipple cream. Got like it. literally rejuvenated me, brought me back wow. to life. That's yeah. Wow. But breastfeeding is a it is a journey, and I w- I will say like I think um, it went really well. We did breastfeed for nine months, and then. I think Coast was over it because then he had a very shallow latch and I was getting friction blisters, which is imagine a blood blister on your nipple. On your teeth. It was incredibly painful. So we stopped and now we're doing formula. Hey, shout out to the formula babies out there, aka me. Yeah. Fed is best. And I think that there's a lot of like, um, just a lot of BS out about like giving your baby formula yeah. so don't listen to that and you're still a good well, mom like, yeah there's even like moms out there who like might not produce enough milk so they can like feed the babies like whatever breast milk they have and they can also like supplement their diets with formula like it's a beautiful Absolutely. thing and whatever your journey is there's some people who don't even want to breastfeed slay like, I, like do you honestly that was like my mom like i think she like tried with my brother who's the oldest and then like with the rest like with me and my sister i don't even think she tried yeah and that's fine. But again, fed is best. It doesn't matter how you feed your baby. But I think it is a beautiful experience that you were able to feed Coast for nine months. That is a beautiful thing for you. Yes, it was nice. And it saved a lot of money. The formula is expensive. It's, especially, oh my gosh, especially like you had Coast like during the whole formula crisis. Luckily, I was still breastfeeding during that time. Yeah. That was like last like summer. Yeah, it was like formula shortage. And I was yeah. like, oh my gosh. Like there was like all the recalls and stuff. Yeah crazy so crazy and i will say this breastfeeding in public if you see a mother breastfeeding in public shut up and don't say anything because i used to cover 
I covered coast up for like the first month or something. Not that I went out a lot, but he hated it. He would get so sweaty and so hot. Then I would get stressed out. I'm sweating. I'm hot. I'm not going to go to the car. And so I honestly just got to the point where I said, I'm popping a tit out. I'm feeding my baby. I literally fed him in the lines at Universal Studios, pulled it out and just stood in line and fed him. And I said, I dare someone to say something to me right now because we need to stop the sexualization of women feeding their children. If you cannot see a woman feeding her child without getting turned on, that's a you problem. I'm so sorry. Without thinking it's an issue. So... To all the mommies who are breastfeeding, if you feel comfortable covering up, do it. Go ahead. But if you don't want to, you don't have to. And if that makes someone uncomfortable, they can leave the situation. But I think it's very unfair for us to think that moms need to go in the bathroom, go into another room, separate themselves and feed. Because then it just makes breastfeeding incredibly lonely because you're constantly leaving everyone to go feed in private. Where, you know what, you should just do it. And I will say I'm very grateful that, like, my dad, my brother-in-laws, like, no one ever said anything to me. And I would breastfeed Coast at at the dinner table. So... Hey, dinner time for everyone. Exactly. So I just want to say, if you have a problem with that, let's do some internal internal thinking and some internal work. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. Thank you for sharing. Okay. How was the birth? How was it? I, I mean, I know how it was. It was good. What? Yeah, you can. I had the pleasure, along with our other friends, of watching this on the television. I did screenplay. And we we screen shared at Jason Collins' house, and it was a we shut the blinds, and it was a lovely experience for I did show the video of Coast <laughs> coming out. Um, because was, you guys thought that it was unsolicited. No, I literally was like crying. And we also were asking for it. We literally were like, I, we want to see it. We want to see it right this second. But yeah. it was it was a beautiful experience. I started crying. Yeah, no, for sure. It was, the thing is, so I did want to go unmedicated. And so, um, and I also didn't want to be induced. So I was 41 weeks and two days um, into my pregnancy. I had to go that day, that morning that I went into labor, I had to go get a non-stress test because I was like over my due date. And so I needed to do that to make sure the baby was okay. We get home. Well, actually, the morning before that, I had thought I started having contractions, which, again, this is my first time giving birth. I don't know anything. I'm like, am I having contractions? Like, what's going on? We go to the, like, hospital for my check, and they're like, yeah, it's great. You're looking fine. We go home. This is the last thing I ate before I gave birth, which was a protein foundry acai bowl, Uh, which so delicious. Amazing. Um, we get back and I'm like, you know, I'm going to get into like a warm bath. And then I started contracting and I said, whoo, this and like I'm keeping track. And they're like, OK, like come in when it's is it like every five minutes or something? And they last for a minute. Like it was something like that. I cannot remember again the details. And so I'm like tracking and then I would have like three consistent things. And then it would be like 10 minutes until oh. my next one. So then I'm like, maybe I don't go in. But then I thought I was literally going to die. I was like, oh my gosh, gosh, I'm in so much pain. I'm like, Celis, let's go to the hospital. In the car ride is when I had the worst contractions. I was like, holy shit, am I going to be able to make it? We get checked into the hospital at 9 p.m. I had coast at 3.51 a.m. 
So like Oof. it was pretty quick from like when we got to the hospital um, and I was having back labor, which I was not prepared for. And I needed counter pressure 24 seven. So I'm yelling at my sisters, my mom self. So I'm like, press harder. I literally am surprised I didn't have bruises on my hips by how hard I was making them push. Shani was in a full plank, um, <laughs> to push. Hey, and Shani loves to work out. So this is her chance. Yeah, no. <laughs> and I'm glad because they had just lifted regulations to where you could have up to five people um because if it was only my mom and cells i bet they would have been pooped yeah um because everyone was taking turns um and i think it was great i will say i did receive an episiotomy without consent i didn't know about that this is evidence for her lawsuit (laughs) (laughs) i didn't know about it until my midwife was stitching me up and she said by the way i did cut you and i said slay okay thank you very much Um, but I think it like, honestly, I can't remember a ton. It was a beautiful experience. Um, but then I watched back the footage, some videos and I said, this is traumatic. And then I stopped watching that. So (laughs) in the end it was great. I would absolutely do it again. And I think I might do my next baby at a birth center though. Okay. So, yeah, I, um, I think birth is just like truly the craziest thing. And the fact that you did that, wow. Honestly. Crazy. I want to say something, but it might get self-canceled, but it was a joke. I'm going to say it. And don't cancel him for this. But after I gave birth, he said, wow, I truly believe in feminism now. <laughs> and he's Honestly, kidding. That's like funny, though. No, it's funny. He was joking. <laughs> but I said, yeah, because I... I did that. <laughs> and there was a part in my like birth where he was like, be strong, be strong. And I look him dead in the eyes and I said, I am strong. Like, do, oh, not, shit. do not tell me to be strong oh as gosh. I'm pushing this child out of my freaking vagina. So, so true. So true. That, I mean, wow. That's a slay. Good job. Um, Thank you. Also funny. Yeah, no, it was a joke. So don't cancel him. Now. No, Celsius, he's a he's an ally for feminists. Um, what was your postpartum journey like? Like, it's challenging, right? I mean, Absolutely. I feel like it is just like such an adjustment. It's such like a thing. I mean, I don't want to speak for you, but how was it? It was rough um, because you leave the hospital and they just said, okay, take care of this baby and you have nothing to do. Um, like I have no experience. I've never been a mommy. Like, yeah, I've like watched my nieces and stuff, but it's a whole different ball game being in charge of someone 24 seven. And coast also had to be on the, like the blanket under the lights because it's Billy Rubin levels. And so the first night home was an absolute nightmare. I did not sleep one, one wink. I thought my baby was going to die. I thought I did something wrong because in the in the booklet it sends home with you, it says, if your baby has two diarrhea diapers in a row, call your doctor. This man had diarrhea, but I'm like, is this diarrhea or is this his normal poop? Then it was like, if they have yellow vomit, call your doctor. He like woke up for the fifth time that night. I'm like, what's going on? Like, I'm so sorry. What am I doing wrong? I go to lay him back down after getting back to sleep, fill in the crib. It's wet. I say, what? Turn on my flashlight little throw up spots all over his crib. And I said, 
I'm a terrible mom. Call the doctor. And they're not helpful. They're like, "Mm, it sounds like he should be okay. I'm like, can you reassure me with some better words? Like, I am spiraling right now. But we took him into his pediatrician that day. And it was honestly, it was all fine. And then I just realized I had a very bad postpartum anxiety. Um, I just felt like I couldn't eat. I felt like, you know, like when you've done something wrong and you just like haven't been caught yet and you're just like, it's like, it's, a pit. It's like a pit in your yeah. stomach. That's how I felt. I literally was spiraling. Um, but I also encapsulated my placenta. She delivered my pills. I started popping those. Did and it help? honestly, I think it cured me. Wow. I'm not going to say that was the only thing, but it did. It did significantly help me. Um, But again, I haven't had another baby, so I don't know what to compare it to. But I just had really bad postpartum anxiety for um, a couple weeks. And then I feel like now I'm just really loving, vibing. vibing. I found my little, I found our little routine, what works best for us. Um, So check on the mommies. Pray for the mommies. Pray for the mommies, but check on them because I did see something as well, like, when you're pregnant, everyone's always asking you how you are, like, what can I do for you? And then when you give birth, it's like, your baby's so cute. How's oh your gosh, baby? How's, how's your baby? Yeah. And so it's just like, you know, check on your mommies and see how they're doing because it is incredibly um, helpful and to still feel seen that like you're still someone else besides now like I'm a mom, but I'm also like my own person. And so when everyone's always like checking on your baby or, you know, it's kind of like, what happened to me? It's like, oh, no, you know, not me. Yeah. Yeah. No, that. Wow. That's like really, really. It's a lot. It's a lot, it's a but lot. it's been great, and I've been truly blessed with the best little baby, the sweetest, most handsome boy. So, I've loved every minute of this like motherhood journey. Yeah. But it is, it is hard at first because I really just feel like you don't know what you're doing, and then that's when it's like that's when you know when to like your your instincts come and you just know like this is what's going to be best for your baby i mean you kind of like led to the next question um this is almost one year of motherhood for you Mm -hmm. it'll be one in like two weeks how do you feel how do you feel yeah it is three weeks i am honestly like unwell I have been like just like looking back at all of those old pictures yeah. like I can't believe it especially I think because Shley also just had her baby that like I will like hold him and I'm just like I cannot believe that like Coast was ever this tiny this small and he's just like his own person and like he is like starting to like figure things out and like grow and develop and do these things and it's just so crazy to me that it's almost been a year but it's just been amazing and it's been it's been a good time of reflection he i I feel like that's a very healthy thing like wow reflection but also appreciate like who he's becoming he is just coming into his toddler era and he's gonna cause you hell he will never cause me hell because he's perfect he literally is like the cutest child like i want ever to know the best smile the warmest warmest energy he really is like so cute he is very and he's very sweet and tender he's in his cuddling era parker oh. can attest he cuddled you and andy he and it really was did. so sweet he really did cuddle me and andy and i just love him 
He's so, so precious and sweet. Yeah, no, he's perfect. And it's just been Makes really want a baby. Fun. Do it. Yeah, we'll wait. <laughs> I'm like, do it right now. Um, that's like based on the questions, though. Yeah. Is there anything else you would like to share about motherhood before we wrap it up? <laughs> Not literally. <laughs> oh my gosh, poor girl. You didn't wrap it up. <laughs> um, no, I don't think so. I just think have some um, patience. If you're a new mom, have some patience with yourself and your baby. You guys are both learning completely new <laughs> no, roles. No, for real. Um, and... I think, again, just check on your moms, compliment your moms. Um, you can still compliment the dads, the fathers, but, you know, maybe throw, on, throw a compliment the mom's way every absolutely. once in a while. Check on know? the parents out there, for real, who are going through new parenthood. Yeah, and honestly, if you're doing something different than someone else, it's totally fine. Okay. You got to just do what works best for you and your family. And I think we also just need to reevaluate our our views on mothers and just come to it just love and appreciate our mothers in any way shape and form our stay-at-home moms our working moms oh that's a whole new episode right there don't get me started on working moms our working moms like everyone's a good mom I think you need to maybe clarify yourself because I think someone's going to come for you oh by gosh. saying like, oh, I have something to say oh, about working moms. Gosh. No, if, if you know me, you know me. Like my mom is a working mom. And if you ever talk shit about working moms, I will literally end you in two seconds. That's where I was going with that. Yeah. I, I wanted to give you the space to thank say you. that no, because I was you. like, honestly, thank I you know, for saying I'm, that because the way I said it came across like, oh, well, fuck working moms. Like that came across. Thank you. Yeah. I because was looking out for you. You know how I feel about how working moms especially in like the older generations get dragged for working well even in this day and age as well unfortunately it drives me nuts it's like a mom can stay at home mom can work it doesn't matter yeah exactly it's like stop anyways so just everyone let's just live laugh and love the moms okay and the dads too and the dads but someday i'll be a dad and i want people to love me and they will (laughs) but i'm just saying it's not about you right now Okay. <laughs> what do you mean? It's always about me. <laughs> JK. Thank you so much for sharing. I honestly learned some new things, which I mean, honestly, I'm surprised to learn so many new things because I feel like I was like there every step of the way of your pregnancy and journey. I mean, I was with you the day you found out you were pregnant. <laughs> you just didn't know. I just didn't know at the time. She was a good little secret keeper. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I I did, that's for sure. And love the moms and the dads, but mostly the moms. And they keep our world running. Who runs the world? Moms. moms. Honestly, I will say, <laughs> mothers, I could operate on two hours of sleep, be completely functional. I'm just like, why don't we have more moms in power, honestly? Because shit would get done. Well, because the patriarchy, but that's a whole different discussion. Um, yeah, Slay. Also... This also goes out to people who are mother figures. Absolutely. Because In the sometimes villages. people don't have the opportunity, like women don't have the opportunity to become mothers and also other people don't have the opportunity to become parents as well. And, but they're also like, but they become like mother figures for a lot of people as well. And this is a big shout out to them as well. And I know there's women and like also men in my life who are like very much like parental figures 
and mother figures without actually being mothers. And I want to make a shout out for them as well. Well, and there's also people who don't want to have kids and that's completely fine. And I think like it really does take a village and like you just become those people in the village and you help raise the kids around you. So it takes a village for real. Yeah. We appreciate our villages and those who are part of them. So yeah. Thanks again for tuning in. And we're so thankful for our village here at the Spilt Podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gross. And that's the tea. Okay. (laughs) Anyways. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you guys have a wonderful weekend. We will see you next week. And we we just just spilt spilt the tea. tea. Bye. Bye.